Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Hello, America. Actually, hello, world. We're on the World Wide Web. We're talking to everybody in this world. Tonight's Monday. It's um, 8.35 p.m. here on the northeast coast of the United States. Um, it is August 28th. And how are you? I hope this finds you well. And if you're in a bad mood, I hope it puts you in a good mood. Um, my name's Chris Kelly. I have a video show called Chris Kelly from 80s TV. Hence, reflects something I did in my past in the 80s when I was on TV. <laughs> um, I spent four years of my life on two shows, Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA, um, with many, many friends and other um, uh, regulars, as we call ourselves, from the TV show. And uh, I caught the bug, and I never lost it. So here I am. Uh, Still in the business. Work a day job and do this at night. <laughs> so uh, what's your dream? What's your fantasy? What did you always want to do when you grew up? Um, are you pursuing it? If you're not, don't give up. Um, let that part live on in you. Um, sometimes the monotonous jobs of our day lives uh, or the things going on in our, in our world um, seem to slow us down and sometimes can bring you down. Sometimes they bring you up. But when they bring you down, Always have that one thing that you like to do to keep you happy. So here I am. The number to call in tonight is 718-508-9883. If you want to call in, um, please send me a message on Facebook uh, Messenger first, uh, letting me know that you are calling in and what your number is. Uh, Our engineer is off tonight, and I will be answering the phones, and I want to avoid any questions. miscellaneous um, crank callers. (laughs) I've had a couple of those in the past. Um, But if you're going to call in, just send me a message saying, hey, it's me calling in. And uh, I'll be happy to get you on the air. We're going to shoot for um, the 9.30 uh, half hour uh, to take calls. If you can hold your questions until then, that would be great. But if you have something you want to make a comment on, just, again, send me a note. My co-host Lillian is uh, unavailable this evening, but she you can expect her in future episodes. Um, and also, if you want to see hear more of these episodes or watch our webisodes, uh, you can go to our Facebook page, you can go to our YouTube page, our Instagram, or just go to our our, in our, our website, which is Chris Kelly from 80stv.com. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, I want you to do that. So you can see all the newest uh, webisodes that we're putting up. I'm a little behind, <laughs> but uh, I will catch up. And um, I want to hear what your thoughts are on it. If you want me to do something in particular, a special memory, um, that will be great. Um, later on the episode, I will be talking about, um, I got this from CNN.com. It came out in, in 2016. They had a list. The list was called the 80s. Eight Bizarre Things That Actually Happened in the 1980s. And we'll be talking about that a little bit later. We'll also have our guest, uh, special guest, George Rother on at 9 o'clock hour. George Rother is otherwise known as the movie guy 24-7. To hear what's going on in the movie theaters these days. Um, what's hot, what's not, what's a flop, um, what to expect. But I'm sure going to be asking him that I saw that um, box office ratings are below 9-11 um, Numbers uh, after this past weekend. I want to ask him what his thoughts are on that. Um, if you want to call in and have a question for George again, send us a number. Send me a message on Facebook. Um, the number to call in again is seven one eight 
508-508-9883. All right. What do I have on here? It's kind of fun when I'm the engineer because I can see all the special clips that they have here. This one says Chris Kelly. Let's see. What do I have on here? Let's take a listen. We already did that. (laughs) I thought there was something else in here. Let's see. What do we got? I know he has something special in here. I just don't know where he has it. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to come back to that. I'll look for that in the back end. Um, What's going on in the news? Um, Texas. What about Texas, man? I have a lot of friends that live down in Texas. And um, uh, you're getting my prayers and and the prayers from around the world. Um, Stay dry and stay safe. Um, The one thing about flooding that always makes me really nervous is, um, I mean, folks can, of course, go to the upper steps of their house and um, the upstairs. But, you know, I think about electricity. You know, certain pools of water could be electrified. That's really the scary part. Drowning, yes. But if the water's just in your basement and you can hang it upstairs, that's one thing. But I'm always afraid of, uh, you know, electricity in the water. It's very dangerous. Um, I saw yesterday that it's probably one of the worst hurricanes ever to hit the United States of America. Um, so, again, uh, to all of you in Texas, we're thinking of you. Uh, your family around this country is standing by you, and uh, we have you on our prayers. Uh, hang tight. What else? Uh, I just saw about a couple hours ago there was um, North Korea fired another missile, and this time it went over Japan um, and exploded in the waters. Um, I'm really hoping we're not heading towards like a World War III coming up here. Uh, we don't need any nuclear weapons going off. Um, everybody just cut it out, you know. Chill out. Can't we all just get along? What else is going on in the news today? And by the way, if you want to share something in the news that you saw that maybe I didn't mention, um, please write me again on Facebook, or you can write us on Chris Kelly from 80s TV on Facebook, and um, I'll get the message on either site, um, and we'll put you online to bring it up, or I'll mention it before, on your behalf. What else do we see here? I'm done. I'm not going to be talking about Trump, President Trump. Um, I try to stay away from most of politics, unless it's something I just can't turn my eye to. Um, what do we have here? Game of Thrones. I have yet to watch Game of Thrones. I've only watched two episodes. Um, what did you guys think? If anyone wants to call in tonight and share their thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Um, but I heard this was a shocking or exciting, rather, um, final episode. I know there's more. There's probably another season or two coming. Um, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure at least one more season is on its way. What else is big news this weekend? Um, The McGregor-Mayweather fight. Who watched it? I did. (laughs) Spent $95 to rent that. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's worth $95, um, but when you're stuck at home and you can't get out and your kids are in bed, you don't have much of a choice. So it was an exciting fight. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, I did expect Mayweather to win. 
Um, not that I'm not a fan of uh, Conor McGregor, I am. Um, but I just thought that, you know, if it was reversed, I mean, Conor McGregor surely would probably most likely win in the UFC match, MMA, against uh, Mayweather. But, you know, boxing is, is underrated. You know, it's it takes a lot um energy and, and um, you know, focus uh, when you hit to box. You know, getting punched in the stomach and the face is not easy. Um, and not being able to kick or, you know, grapple when you're frustrated, you know, you got to keep your composure. And that's something that um, Mayweather knows how to do. He's been doing it for, what, 20, 30 years. His father taught him he did it for another 20, 30 years. Um, he's not my favorite boxer, but he does have lots of skill. So I didn't think McGregor was going to go in there and, and make this so easy. Um, congrats to, to Floyd Mayweather Jr. Um, 50 and 0 he now is, and he retired that way. Um, and he, he was very um, gracious at the end. Both fighters were. Um, and McGregor went down and he got a technical knockout in the uh, 10th round. Now, I would like to see him go a little bit, little bit longer because, I mean, he takes harder hits than that in the, in the UFC octagon, but I guess the ref did what he thought he needed to do. Um, I think Conor McGregor actually would have liked that, too. He would have said, I'm, I'm going to go down, just, just knock me down. Um, but it was a good fight, 10 rounds. How many fights can you watch anymore that go 10 rounds and are exciting um, and they're not heavyweights? So I, I, I applaud um, the fight itself. It was a good matchup. I don't know if I'd want to see Connor in the in the boxing ring again, but of course I'm, I'll want to watch him in the UFC ring. Um, but hats off to both those men. It's a great show this weekend. So we're at 8:45. Um, I think I may just go to a quick break. No, I'll save the break for three minutes before nine, before George calls in. What's everybody doing? Um, did you have a great weekend? It's Monday. Hey, hey, hey. And August is gone as of this as, as of the end of this week. Where did it go? Um, that's my question. I don't know. Um, what else is going on on in the news here? Let's see. Let's check some pop culture news. I see Jennifer Aston wants to be a celebrity. Oh, this is from the today.com pop culture. They said Jennifer Aniston wants to celebrate aging. She says, I don't think life stops after 50. Well, sure, you got $900 bazillion. <laughs> um, but really, no, it's not true. You, uh, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you love life and, you know, you have good people around you, there's nothing anymore. Um, in fact, I'm going to hit that pretty soon myself. <laughs> But let's see what she says. Um, Jennifer says, just last year, she says, I mean, I think I'd take a picture of you and create this story, she says. Um, people think she's fed up uh, of hearing that she might be pregnant or she might not be pregnant. You know, can she handle this at 50? She just wants to be herself. <laughs> Let Jennifer Aniston be 50 or, or 60, leave her be. What else is going on in pop culture? I'm not a fan of this pop culture page, but there's a couple of good things on here. This is the todayshow.com. Actually, today.com. Wonder Woman director fires back after James Cameron calls a film a step 
backwards. So I actually got for George Rothley. I'm not happy with this stuff here. Um, let's get to my other topic today, which is um, eight bizarre things that actually happened in the 1980s. Let's get to the good stuff. So I just watched last night, there was a special on Lady Die. Um, what was going on, but I actually remember in 1981, um, on July 29th, 1981, uh, Diana Spencer married Prince Charles. Um, I was 11, and I remember my my mother telling us if you wanted to get up early and watch it, you could, because I think we had to get up at like 5 a.m. here to see it. And um, my sisters and I, well, and then my, my middle sister and I, Jen, you know, down and watched it on television. It's a great event. And watching the recap last night on the Princess Di um, documentary, uh, I mean, I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like it. Um, it was a fairy tale type event on television. People cheering in the streets, like hundreds of them, for this couple getting married. It was like a real prince and a real princess. Um, so, yes, it really did happen in the 80s. But I don't think that's bizarre. What I think is bizarre is, again, according to CNN.com, um, they have everyone's favorite romantic movie was about two teenage cousins. When I think of, you know, um, who we got? Two teenagers falling in love. I think of Sixteen Candles. I think of, um, you know, you know those types of films. But they have listed everyone's favorite romantic movie about two teenage cousins was Blue Lagoon, a movie based on a classic and not all questionable love story featuring teen cousins Brooke Shield and Christopher Atkins who are marooned on an island and left to work out their budding sexuality while caring for their accidentally conceived child. Uh, very strange topic. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, in a way that was kind of bizarre. Um, and you have thoughts on that, uh, feel free to give us a call or write us. Um, we're going to go over these topics listed on this on this web page uh, throughout the night and um, see what your thoughts are. Again, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube page, it's Chris Kelly from 80s TV. Um, type that in YouTube and it should come up. Um, join us on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, and um, we're going to have some good things coming ahead. Uh, again, I have to admit, I've, I've been behind. I have a lot of things going on outside of my day job lately, and uh, I've had a little pushback. But things are quiet tonight. Um, what's going on where you are? Feel free to share that. Write it on our Facebook page. You can also write it on our Chris Kelly from Eddie's TV page. Um, we will get the message. Um, send us one. I can tell you guys something I did uh, the other week. I um, had an opportunity to be in a CNN docu-series coming out next year. Um, it wasn't a speaking role, but a pretty prominent role. And you will see me <laughs> when it comes on, but I can't give much else out about it. Um, but stay tuned for that. It was always exciting to get out in front of the camera. Um, again, for, for something being shot here in the city of Philadelphia, um, which we don't get that much of anymore. <laughs> Tax credits. Let's change the law. I don't like that. Let's bring more films here. Let's bring more TV shows. I think we 
know, deserve it. There's a lot of great talent here in Philadelphia. Let's make it happen. Give us a chance, guys. Let's raise those, uh, let's change those tax laws for films and uh, TV shows coming to the city. What else is going on in the news? I'm so sick and tired of the downer news. Is there anything good? Is there a happy news channel that I can pull from? If you know of one, let us know. Let's see what we got in here. We have... I see a lot of commercials for these um, return of old video games. Um, such as, uh, I'm talking about the systems themselves, like the PlayStation that came out in a limited uh, form. Atari's coming out with a new system, you know, which I would love to have. I still have the original of both. <laughs> PlayStation, Nintendo, and Atari. And a lot, tons of original games I have in my house. But one thing I see right now listed is Microsoft's mixed reality controllers work like Oculus Touch without the cameras. I don't know much about this. Um, anybody else does, let me know. I'm curious about that. Again, oh, my friend Kerry told me something else happened that I have totally um, forgotten about. The eclipse. <laughs> so much has happened in the last three weeks since we've been online. Um, who saw the eclipse? I know here where I was uh, in Newtown Square, a suburb outside the city of Philadelphia. We were all excited. I worked from home, and I was hoping that my young children, three and six, um, could watch it with me and my wife. And we got outside, and two minutes before the eclipse, here come the clouds. We couldn't see anything. I did post a picture up um, of the sun behind the clouds. It looked kind of nice. Um, but my friend Kerry... Um, it just reminded me, is I think she had a pretty good shot, and I think she had the goggles. I did speak to some people who made those those uh, cereal box um, lenses to look at the eclipse with, and I heard they worked out pretty well. I think it's a pretty cool idea. Um, so I think the next one's coming in 2024. Um, if anyone wants to show me how to make those cereal box uh, <laughs> lenses, I'm, I'd uh, be happy to... Uh, to give it a shot. But of course, I'm going to have the goggles next time for the glasses, rather. Um, it was cool to see it, though, in other parts of the of the country. Um, I did watch some folks on CNN. They were on a ship on the Atlantic, and there was $15,000 a ticket. Uh, of course, it's a, it's a week-long cruise, but the plus of it was you got talent in the form of Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> she sang Total Eclipse of the Heart just before the eclipse. How exciting is that? <laughs> I guess it sounds funny, but if you're there, I guess it would be kind of cool to say that you were there. I know on the West Coast uh, coming through, you can watch it on television, and there are these tons of parties of folks standing outside, cheersing to the, uh, to the, to the eclipse. Um, and watching it on the screen was just like something that's totally unbelievable. So uh, hang in there. We'll get another chance in the year 2024. I'm excited about that. Okay, we're going to take a break. Um, when we come back at the 9 o'clock hour, 
We're going to be joined by good friend George Rother, the movie guy 24-7. Again, it's been three weeks. I bet he's going to have a lot to talk about. Um, and if you have a movie here's coming out and you want to know more about it, send me the questions and uh, we'll ask them. So we'll see you and uh, we'll see you in about um, three minutes. Hang tight. Thank you. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Hello and welcome back. 
You're listening to Chris Kelly from 80s TV, live on Totally Driven Radio. Don't forget to check out the other shows that go on on this network. There's Totally Driven uh, with Bay Ragney and guests. There is a wrestling show. There is shows about horror. There are shows about cool facts um, with values um, on there. Check us out. Go to our webpage uh, for Blog Talk Radio for Totally Driven to see the other shows on this network. I'm proud to be here. A friend of mine owns this network, uh, Bay Ragney, otherwise known as Chubby Dudley um, from uh, Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Um, I love the, the theme, Totally Driven. So get driven, stay driven, no matter what you're doing, and tune in to Totally Driven. Um, don't forget to join us on Monday nights here at Chris Kelly from 80s TV Live. And luckily sometimes we have Chris Kelly and Lillian live from Eddie's TV and um, <coughs> good things to talk about pop culture, um, current events and everything 80s. So if you got something you want to talk about, let us know. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to prep you for one of our new video episodes coming out soon. But right now, if you're excited, as excited as I am to hear what's going on in the world of film, um, we have a good friend on the line. Uh, you can go to his Facebook page. You can go to his website, Movie Guy Twenty Four Seven. My good friend George Rother. George, are you there? I am here. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. I'm flying solo tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so, um, Chris. Guys know well, I'm a, I guess you could say I'm in a little bit of mourning. <laughs> um, this past month, we've lost two great horror icons. Do tell, for those who don't know. Well, a few weeks ago, <clears throat> we lost George A. Romero, who, as you may know, created the original mm-hmm. Dead trilogy, Night of Living Dead, mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. Now, a couple mm-hmm. days ago, we lost Toby Hooper, who directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I saw that. Um, it was very sad. And, very um, much. There were some other losses. It's been three weeks since we spoke, George. There were a couple of deaths. Um, Actually, it's been like a month right? since we spoke. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I've had a lot of things going off um, outside of the show that have kept me from getting a chance to do in here. And last week was my wedding anniversary, so that's, um, that's one excuse I can't complain about it. Well, priorities. Yeah, that's your wedding anniversary, yes. man. Of course you got to do that. <laughs> and happy anniversary. Thank you. I joked with her. I said, hey, Kyle, I said, um, for, for our wedding anniversary, you want to do the radio show with me? <laughs> you can imagine. And like how long were you sleeping on the couch for, for that one? <laughs> uh, right at the door to dinner. It was a good night, though. It was a great night. Um. <laughs> Who else? But somebody else died. That I was thinking of. Um, I'm trying to Jerry get my Lewis. list. I know I post them as well. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, the Natty Professor. Um, well, I'll tell you, I was never a big fan of his comedy. Um, maybe mm-hmm. it eludes me. I don't know. But I actually yeah. was more of a fan of his dramatic work. Yes. When um, I, like I think if I have to pick a favorite Jerry Lewis movie. <laughs> It would have to be The sure. King of Comedy, the movie he did with Robert yes. De Niro. I was thinking of that one exactly, yes. And he gets kidnapped, right, for ransom. Yeah, he's this arrogant TV talk show host. De Niro plays a deranged fan who's obsessed with him. 
and he wants mm-hmm. to have a comedy career. The only thing is mm-hmm. he's not really that funny, um, and mm-hmm. he ends up kidnapping Jerry Lewis's character and taking over on his show for that night. <laughs> and it, it was a movie that bizarre. was ahead of its time. <laughs> Good. I like it. It was ahead of its time, yes. Um, I remember when it came out to the movies, it was like it didn't make a nickel. But now mm-hmm. it's regarded as a classic. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, check out The King of Comedy um, with Terry Lewis and Rob De Niro. Um, absolutely. Actor Jay, <laughs> actor Jay Thomas, that's how I think of all the time, right? Oh, Jay Thomas, that's right. And and the funny thing is, the day before he died, I was actually watching a movie mm-hmm. he appeared in, um, mm-hmm. a horror movie called Chud. Yes, I remember that. He had a very, very small part in that. He and John Goodman appeared as cops who go into a diner that a little bit later gets attacked by chuds. Mm-hmm. And for those of you out there that have no idea what a chud is, it's an acronym, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. 1984 movie, Chud, look it up. It's a camp classic. Beware of chuds. <clears throat> I was talking they to also referenced them on The Simpsons. <laughs> that's a good Now, fact. that's when you know it's made the big time. If you get a, if you get a shout out on The Simpsons, you've made it. <laughs> If I do another uh, 80s event night, I want you to do the trivia with me next time because you probably have way better questions than I will. Um, I knew you knew what the answer to the last one that we did. Mm-hmm. I could do that. The only problem is every year at my Oscar party when I come up with trivia questions, nobody knows mm-hmm. the answers. You have an Oscar party? Every year. Ah. Maybe I'm lucky. Hey, I'll, put you on the, I'll have to put you oh. on the invite list, Chris. You and your wife. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, we'd love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Awesome. Put next Thank Oscar you. night on your calendar. You got it. You're coming to my Oscar party. You and your wife, man. <laughs> I'm I'm I would love to be there. I really would. I'm going to bring it's it up. It's a blast. Cool. What so, um, so I, I mean it seems the world I don't know if you're me earlier, but I I know you probably know all this, but I mean from what I was watching on the news that I mean, I was curious to see this Bruce Lee movie that I know you're gonna talk about. Um a couple other things. Oh, Birth of the Dragon. Yeah, it's called. But they said this week, I I saw saw a headline saying that the box office ratings numbers this week were lower than they were during nine eleven. Absolutely, yes. It's been the lowest week, lowest grossing weekend since uh, September two thousand one. One of the weekends there. Um, Yeah, what happened was, well, to be blunt, they released a bunch of crap this week. Mm -hmm. Um. Birth of the Dragon, it's pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot wrong with it. Um, it's largely fictitious. Um, they mm-hmm. get so many facts wrong. I mean, it's just so wrong-headed. Um, there was an animated film that came out called Leap. It was about mm-hmm. <clears throat> ballet. It's actually not a bad movie, but I don't see where it's going to have appeal with mass audiences. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing that came out was some religious-themed movie called All Saints, which I did not get a chance to see. But with All those Saints? new releases, that- All Saints, S-A-I-N-T-S. Okay. 
All Saints. Um, yeah, it's playing at like a handful of movie theaters. It mm-hmm. didn't even make any money. And here's a funny little thing. Next, this weekend sure. coming up, there are no major new releases on the schedule. Absolutely nothing That's is coming strange. out. No Labor I Day not, special? I have never seen that. I can't remember the last time a weekend came and they didn't <coughs> release at least one major film. The only thing that might be opening wide is the re- re-release of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, it's a favorite of mine. <laughs> oh, I love that movie, too. Um, 40th yeah. anniversary re-release. I honestly, at this point, don't know where it's opening. It's scheduled to open in 700 theaters around the country. I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping my local theater gets it, because I would love to see mm-hmm. it on the big screen again. And mm-hmm. I hope this time it is the special edition. Because yeah, the last time we saw it on the big mm-hmm. screen was at the Ritz mm-hmm. Force in 2000. They re- they had a Columbia Film Festival or something. They were celebrating that studio's whatever anniversary. And mm-hmm. Close Encounters was one of the things they showed. And they promised it was mm-hmm. a special edition with the extra stuff at the end. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, man, that's a chip. So I'm hoping they don't <laughs> right. do that again. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah. it's just an odd thing next mm-hmm. week, and that's all. So if I, I can predict this. The number mm-hmm. one movie next week again will be The Hitman's Bodyguard. That's going to dominate for a third weekend. Well, who's in that one? That's the one with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Is it good? It's actually pre- it's actually pretty good. It's funny. Um, I did not expect it to enjoy it as much as I did, but the wife and I mm-hmm. went to see it, and we both liked it. Oh. Ryan Reynolds is starting to grow on me. Usually, I cannot stand him. Um, Deadpool, he grew on me. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to, to check it out. It sounds like a cool. He's concept. an interesting dead- actor. He's. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like but him more Samuel than L. Jackson. I will say that. <laughs> Come on, you gotta love Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my gosh, yeah. All these blanking blank snakes up. on this blanking blank plane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you said it better than I was trying to say, how can I say it without saying it? You did a great job there. <laughs> well, I'm certainly not gonna say mm-hmm. that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Actually, you can still listen. Movie yeah. guy did. Movie guy <laughs> did not drop the f bomb. You can stay tuned. <laughs> what um? What have you seen in the past month that was was really good? Was there anything at all? Hmm. Well, let's see. Let me go to the computer and mm-hmm. take a peek and see what was out this past week. These past few weeks. I'm reaching a point in my life where I don't really remember what I've seen from week to week. I can remember mm-hmm. stuff I saw 30 years ago. Last week? <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, let's see what we got. Um, well, uh, there was The Dark Tower. And honestly, mm-hmm. that really wasn't worthwhile. They botched mm-hmm. it. <laughs> 
pretty badly. Mm-hmm. Um, Annabelle Creation, that was good. Actually better really? than the first Annabelle movie. Wow. Annabelle, that was the uh, spinoff of The Conjuring, the one about the doll. Mm-hmm. I remember. Let's see. And uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, I already talked about. Uh, Logan Lucky, that's mm-hmm. the one about the robbery at the uh, NASCAR race or whatever it was. That was really mm-hmm. good. And I, I saw another picture. There. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. I said I saw the commercial also... for that. It looked really bizarre to me. It's uh, the Logan. Yeah, it's a robbery picture. It's a heist movie. Um, okay. I think um, somebody in the movie described it best. Um, a character described everything that was going on as Ocean's Seven Eleven. Because it's like <laughs> takes place in the South, rednecks, you know. Right. Um, I saw a movie called Wind River. Um, it stars that Jeremy Renner really as good. a tracker. Mm-hmm who teams up with an mm-hmm. FBI agent, played by Elizabeth Olsen, to track down the killer of a teenage girl on a reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the guy who wrote Hell or High Water, that movie last year that starred mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges. And I can mm-hmm. say that I do very much recommend Wind River. It's a good adult thriller. Mm-hmm. And let's see, is there anything else worth discussing? Um Oh, Saturday I went to see a movie called Ingrid Goes West, which also stars Elizabeth Olsen. Um, This one has Audrey Plaza as a uh, disturbed woman who becomes obsessed Mm -hmm. with an Instagram celebrity played by Olsen, and she goes out to Mm -hmm. California to, like, stalk her and be her friend and all that. Mm -hmm. It's a good satire on our social media-saturated um, society um, and how mm-hmm. what you're seeing online it may not represent the actual person you know a whole lot of phony mm-hmm. whatever it's really quite mm-hmm. good it's a very dark satire so I do recommend that one okay and that's, that's pretty much you know the major ones I saw this uh, past month is there anything you're excited that you heard about is in the works well <laughs> Well, let's take a look. Looking ahead, um, on the 8th, It opens, the Stephen King movie. There we did it. I don't know why, but I'm really looking forward to it. It actually looks like it might be good. Um, (laughs) Yes, there was a TV miniseries done of It back in 1990. Mm -hmm. And all I can say now is as good as It looks, the movie It, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering um, how will it measure up – how will Pennywise in this movie measure up to the one in the TV movie who is played by Tim Curry? Mm-hmm. Tim Curry is awesome as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. The man can do yeah, no wrong. He, mm-hmm. he is terrific, and he made a great Pennywise. Now I've seen the trailer. Um, Pennywise mm-hmm. looks suitably scary, but mm-hmm. I want to – Reserve my opinion till I see the whole movie and and then make a determination. But it's looking good so far. So let's see. If there, that. A lot of times they make movies. No, I I I, I have to agree with that. I'd be curious to see it as well. Um, I can't see them putting a lot of CGI in this. You know, a lot, a lot of remakes get ruined with CGI. 
So I'd be curious well, to I see ho- what they do with it. You know? We can hope they don't ruin it with CGI. See, that was another thing mm-hmm. that was wrong with Birth of the Dragon. The centerpiece mm-hmm. fight scene between Bruce Lee and that Wong Jack man that he fought in 1964, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. screwed it all up with CGI. And I'm thinking, oh, man, Bruce is spinning his grave over this one, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I've always been fascinated, just to step back to that for a minute, uh, of that story, because not a lot of folks know about it. And it seems like over the past few years, it starts to leak out a little bit more. But basically, I mean, Bruce Lee came to America and was training, you know, white American males, you know, had to, to learn kung fu. And, you know, as far as we know, he was, a, he was one badass guy, and he was, of course it was, but the one Jack man was a monk from uh, Hong Kong, right, or somewhere. He was he was from and, a Shaolin um, monk. Shaolin monk from the Shaolin Order. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, unhappy with what um, you know the way that that Bruce Lee was teaching, and uh, came to see him, and somehow the fight happened, and only a few people were ever in the room, right? Maybe less than twelve who witnessed All it. All right. So, Here's how it right? went down. From what I can, from what I gathered from the Wikipedia entry, yeah, um, mm-hmm. there was some anger that Bruce was teaching kung fu to non-whites. But mm-hmm. what really ticked off Wong Jack Man, Wong, Wong Jack Man, was that Bruce was so cocky about it, and he mm-hmm. actually challenged him to a fight in front of a whole crowd of people. So they fought, and yes, there were only a dozen witnesses. Now, mm-hmm. in real life. Bruce Lee's wife, Linda, was one of the witnesses. In the movie, right. you don't even see her. She's mentioned in passing once. Oh, I mean, they left God. pretty much left that. her out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not that it really matters, because from what I understand, Linda Lee and other members of Bruce's family have pretty much disowned this movie. They yeah, really want nothing to do with it. it. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm my information do. is correct... Mm-hmm. They kind of also disowned the one they did in 93 about Bruce Lee, the dragon Bruce Lee yeah. story. Enter, enter the dragon. Yes, I remember. Was that Enter well, the Dragon? Well, it was called Dragon. Oh, dragon. Dragon, the Bruce okay. Lee story, Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. was his one and only American movie. Is That's right. Okay, you're correct. Um, if you could see them, any, if you could see one movie remade, I have one in my mind that I'd be curious to see because you can never touch the original to me. But they seem to remake so many movies that um, I don't like. Uh, if you could see one that you'd be interested in seeing them remaking, what movie would it be at the top of your head? Well, that's easy. The Sicilian. Ah. I, that maybe they can get it right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, <laughs> they made it in 87, and you would think mm-hmm. it would have gone right because... Here it is, a novel by Mario Puzo. Uh, they mm-hmm. got to get it right. This guy, Salvatore Gianni, he was the Italian Robin Hood. And if you mm-hmm. actually read the book, there was actually an actual connection with The Godfather. Michael Corleone was mentioned mm-hmm. in the novel. The movies mm-hmm. have no connection. Now, because they got that movie so heinously wrong in 87 – I would love to see mm-hmm. somebody else take a crack at it and get it right. And I think I have the right director in mind. I'd like to see Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino do it. Oh. I'd like to see what he could do. Because mm-hmm. he's doing – as far as I'm idea. concerned, Tarantino is really a 
a good filmmaker. Um, mm-hmm. I think if thinking back, there's only been like a couple of things of his that I've disliked. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a he, there was a movie called Four Rooms that was like an anthology. There were four different stories, each one from a different director. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tarantino's segment I didn't really care for. Um, and what else was it that he did? Um, hmm. You know what? I think that might be the only thing of his I didn't like. Um, Four Rooms was wrong on many on many levels, but Tarantino said mm-hmm. it was such a letdown. So mm. he has a great track record, and uh, I say mm-hmm. give him the Sicilian. See what he can do. How about you, Chris? What do you want to see remade? One of my favorites, and I don't know why I would even want to see it redone, but I'd be curious to see what they do with it. Logan's Run. That would be interesting. They could do that and make it relevant, yeah. Mm-hmm. They could actually do that. I, Sci-fi sometimes lends itself to that. Yeah, and I don't think it's ever been brought up. I don't know why, but um, of everything else they've, they've redone, um, it's actually one of my favorites uh, sci-fi movies ever. Runner! Well, <laughs> well, you know, with these remakes, it keeps mm-hmm. reminding me how old I am. Because it's like mm-hmm. I see a remake come out, and I'm like, I remember when the original came out, like Total Recall a few <laughs> years ago. It's like I remember when the original version came out. Oh, my God, I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can this be? Now, most of the remakes, they don't need to... I'm sorry, what? I said, how can this be? It's not allowed. Time cannot fly that fast. It has. That came out in 1990. I actually mm-hmm. remember seeing that a couple of times the first, when it like how many times have I seen that twice in the theater yeah once the first day and once a couple about a week or so later what's that what what's that total recall a total recall the total recall mm-hmm. with Arnold Schwarzenegger you, um, yeah oh yeah Arnold I thought when consider I do that film, the divorce. You know, I, I, uh, God. Yeah. Listen, I have two scripts I've been working on for years and uh, screenplays. i got to have give put you a cameo in there. <laughs> Let me do you it. got to give who? Give you a cameo what? in one of my films that I, when I do it. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could do that. The movie Guy <laughs> 24-7, that'll be the stumping question. What film was the Movie Guy 24-7 in? And here's a clue. It wasn't a porno. Which everybody, I'm sure, is grateful for. Chicky, chicky, bow, wow. One other question I had for you, I guess I had heard about, and uh, I was curious on your thoughts on, is uh, I heard they're doing a sequel to Unbreakable. Is that true? Yes. Do you know anything about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read an article about that, and let me see if I can find. Let's see. Just give me a minute here. I just oh come on. What is that movie called? Okay, it's called Glass. Um apparently what they're doing is the movie he had out earlier this year, Split. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I'm gonna have to drop a bit of a plot spoiler here. Um at the sure. very end of Split, mid credit sequence. Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable shows up. 
So oh. what they're doing is now they're going to combine the two narratives um, and split mm-hmm. the bad guy from – no, what's it called? No, in Glass it's called. Mm-hmm. The bad guy from Split shows up. Bruce Willis's character is after him. And he mm-hmm. teams up. The bad guy teams up with Samuel L. Jackson's character from um, Unbreakable, hence the title Glass, because mm-hmm. he was Mr. Glass, remember? Mm-hmm. So they're combining the two, and that apparently is going to come out in 2000. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry, 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I uh, really look forward to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That does sound pretty cool, and I thought Unbreakable was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm in a minority on that, I think, but I really loved that one. I'll join, I'll join you in that one. I, I, I enjoyed it, too. I was in. My, the very first film I ever had a small acting part in was The Sixth Sense. So I uh, I stand behind uh, and like Shyamalan no matter what he does. <laughs> my, my scene was destroyed not even in the... Uh, the director's cut. I've been. Go- I can see my car because they paid me extra to use the extras' cars, <laughs> and I have my taste of, and I have the format for my car to prove I was there and in it. Um, but you just can't see my car. Um, so oh man. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. But I was. I was. That's cool. No, I believe you. I yeah. believe you. What? And, um, uh, let's- do you have anything you want to promote or share or talk about? What's going on with that movie guy 24-7? Well, same old, same old. I'm doing my reviews. Um, the fall mm-hmm. movie season is coming up, so that means a lot of Oscar potentials. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm hoping the fall movie season is better than this summer's movie season. As it's drawing mm-hmm. to a close, I can now make the assessment that summer 2017, it was kind of a bummer. For movies, that is. There were too many disappointments. And Mm -hmm. uh, so hopefully we'll be seeing um, a surge in quality, um, just some better films. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, now that I'm talking about my website, I would like to promote that, as always. Um, Sure. Everybody listening, um, if if you haven't checked it out yet, go on to Facebook and look up Movie Guy 24-7. And be sure to like the page because it is really a fun page, if I do say so myself. I put a lot of stuff there for movie fans. So if that describes you, you're going to want to check it out. Or if you're just looking to read reviews, you can check out my website, um, movieguy247.com. Easy to find. And that's that. Movie Guy 24-7, the great George Rother. Check out that webpage. Check out his website. And tune in to hear him here again uh, next week, hopefully, if you're available. And, um, I'm always available. Well, next, week, next week is, uh, uh, well, I guess we won't be on again. Darn, it's, That's um, right, Labor Day, yeah. The holiday, Labor Day. I can't get a break. Um, but well, you're Labor getting Day, too many gonna... breaks. You're getting too many. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, people are forgetting about me. I can't have this. Um, we're gonna no, do of something course special, not. George. I know. Uh, you know what? After Labor Day, of course, we're going to hit these steady, steady again like we had them before. But I w- I'm going to start filming some new up webisodes. And I think I mentioned to you before, if you're interested, I'd love to have you come down and uh, be in one if we have uh, some cool movie topics to be discussed. That would be kind of neat. And, uh, I'm just waiting for the word to be given. 
Oh, I am excited. I, maybe you and I could talk offline as to what cool movies we could talk about. Um, well, I'm I, sure we'll come up with some I'm, cool I'm stuff to it. talk about. Yeah, I'm all about it. Um, anyone, uh, George, thank you. Um, check out George, guys. We have a guy 24 7. Um, we're going to go to break. George, have a great week until we speak again. Uh, two weeks, I guess. Have a good Labor Day, Chris. Thanks, brother. Thank, thanks for having me. Good night. We're going to go to uh, break, and when we come back at 9.30, um, we'll go back to our discussion of eight things, um, eight bizarre things that actually happened in the 1980s um, from an entertainment um, CNN website. <laughs> Let's see what you think about some of those topics. And if you want to call in, I want to hear from you. The last time we were on the line, we had all these freestyle uh, music callers. We had uh, Maria Venuto called in talking about her new hit. Um, you know, I want to hear what's going on. Where are my freestyle peeps? Give us a call. Cheryl, are you going to call in? Um, hope everybody's having a great time. Uh, again, we'll see you in about three minutes. Thank you. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. 
We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Hello, hello, hello. It's Chris Kelly from 80s TV. It's Monday night. It's August 28th. What are you doing if you're not listening to this show? Don't tell me sleeping. It's too early yet. Um, I want to thank George Rother for calling in. Um, talked to us for a good uh, 30 minutes about what's going on in the film industry. It seems to be not much this week. This this summer has been really not produced a lot of big hits. Um, Labor Day weekend is going to be pretty much a flop, um, according to George. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe they need a new... Um, a new superstar. Hey, Chris Kelly's for hire. Put me in your film. I'm just saying. Um, if you want to call in in this last half hour, it's the number is 718-508-9883. Uh, we've been off for three weeks, so um apologize if things are a little quiet here today. Uh, my co-host isn't online. Um but last time we were online, we had a lot of callers. Um, a lot of our freestyle music friends called in. Uh, and there were some concerts that happened after that, and I'd like to hear about what happened. So if anybody wants to call in and share some of that, we'd be happy to have you on the call. Um, what else are we going to pitch? Um, check out our Facebook page, Chris Kelly from NHTV.com. Um, check out us on YouTube, Chris Kelly from NHTV.com. You can find all those links on our website. Chris Kelly from HTV.com. Um, I also want to give acknowledgement to the network that we're on, the Totally Driven Network. Get driven, stay driven. Um, check out the other shows that are on this network line up throughout the week. Um, there's some good stuff going on. Uh, we will not be on the air next week due to the holiday, um, but we, uh, we will be um, back the following no, then we got 9-11. So maybe um, I'm going to have to do something kind of special in between. I don't know. <laughs> I need to stay on the air. Monday nights seem to be a target lately. But anyway, we appreciate those of you that could follow us, and I'll provide updates on Facebook um, as to when we'll be on again. And hopefully by the time I come back on, I will have a new video episode. So if you have any ideas for new video episodes, um, let me know. And uh, we'll cover some of those topics. Speaking of which, um, I had two lists I wanted to cover uh, while we stayed on the air. And one of them was eight things that actually, eight bizarre things that actually happened in the 1980s. And this is from um, a CNN.com list. Um, let's see what they got here that we haven't mentioned already. So one of them says, your mom really didn't want you to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and that was true. It didn't happen in my house. I, didn't, I never really learned how to play it. But I remember kids at school 
um, in the 80s talking about how they, they played Dungeons and Dragons. And people called them the nerds back then. But you know what? Those, gonna, those are the guys making like six figures right now, um, you know, owning uh, tech companies, you know, and designing, you know, stuff that walks through the air that you can see and breathe and touch. Um, cool stuff. So anybody made fun of somebody who played Dungeons and Dragons, shame on you. <laughs> Let's see what it says. By today's standards, uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons is a fairly innocuous marker of low-level nerddom. In the 80s, though, the tabletop role-playing game was seen by some as a work of the devil himself. To be played by only the most disturbed and unsupervised of children. Groups of religious fundamentalists decried the growing popularity of the game, saying, the imagery of mythical beings and pseudo-religious figures represented the occult. Um, I remember stories going around, you know, kids got lost inside the game board, you know, they disappeared. All baloney. Um, But I think that the Netflix show Stranger Things um, is really tied into Dungeons and Dragons. I've kind of hinted on it a little bit, um, but I think the second season that will be coming soon, um, we'll see more. So long live Dungeons and Dragons, according to me. The next bizarre fact on the CNN.com uh, link from 2016 uh, says that people actually fought each other over cabbage pad styles. It's true, folks. It happened. I remember watching this on, uh, on television in the 80s. Um, <laughs> I mean, you watch TV now, you see big guys punching each other out in the Walmart, you know, or Coles or Target. These were moms. Moms were throwing down <laughs> in the Kmarts and the Kitty Cities, you know, um, whatever toy store we had back then. Moms were running each other over and not beating each other up, just trying to get to get, to get the latest cabbage patch style. It was insanity for a cabbage patch style. Um, and they're still around. I just saw a commercial the other day with my kids. Um, there are some versions of like hand-sized cabbage patch dolls, you know, and they are named after some of the most rare cabbage patch dolls that ever existed. So um, if you're into Cabbage Patch Styles and that's your thing, you want to get the new thing that's coming out in Cabbage Patch Styles. But don't beat any moms up when you go to get them. Just use Amazon, okay? Just, just call eBay, Amazon. Get it online. Get it shipped. Calm down, moms. No need to fight. <laughs> okay, so the next um, bizarre fact that we have is that in the 80s, Coca-Cola tried to sell us something called New Coke. And I remember this happening. Um, I remember the Coca-Cola clothes that came out. Do you remember those? Um, Do you still have them? They're probably worth a pretty penny if you got some in pristine shape. Um, But the CNN.com article says, in 1985, as Coke saw some of its sales flip to the Pepsi can, the company reinvented the original formula. They marketed it as the new taste of Coke, and people hated it. Block. Not good. Within months, Coke reversed back to the, new, to the now classic formula and actually saw a rise in sales. 
It's kind of like when an actor says they're retiring or a celebrity says they're quitting. They're quitting Twitter, and they publicly skyrocket. Publicity skyrockets before all of a sudden they change their minds to stay on. Um, the switcheroo may have given Cook a little bit of a boost, but to historically seen as a cheap move. Um, I guess that's true. Um, my friend Carrie Shallis, I'm going to say Carrie Shallis. Her kids are listening. She just wrote me and said she remembers. <laughs> Carrie, I dare you to call in and tell us about what your favorite memories of the 80s are. <laughs> if you don't do it tonight, I'm going to hold you to it. Um, gosh, man, they were crazy stuff. I actually like the coat clothes. Here's another bizarre fact: you could smoke on airplanes. Can you imagine that? But not only smoking on airplanes, that's one bizarre fact. But I remember going you go to a doctor's office, and the doctor was smoking in the doctor's room. Um, the doctor will be smelling like a cigarette, checking you out. Um. No way, Jose. Not anymore. <laughs> um, but let's see what it says. Ah, the joys of flying in the 80s. Tickets may have cost a lot more uh, today, a lot more than today, but you could light up your, to your heart's content. That's right. They even had little ashtrays in the armrest. Oh, gosh. So I, you know, kids today, they don't know what an ashtray in a car is, um, <laughs> let alone an airplane. While it was all great news for the smokers, those left in the non-smoking section couldn't really avoid getting caught up in the smog, especially on longer flights. So by 1990, smoking was banned on nearly all domestic flights. Although you could still light up on many international airlines. Here's a fun fact. Even after the 1990 ban, pilots were still allowed to smoke in the cockpit so they wouldn't experience nicotine withdrawal while flying. That out. <laughs> ashtray? What is an ashtray? That's what I say. Nobody knows. Um, if anyone wants to call in and comment on any of this, the number again is 718-508-9883. It's also on my Facebook page, um, wherever you see the, uh, the posting for this show. What is under smoking in an airplane? <laughs> and this just makes me laugh because besides being bizarre, it's really not. It's just funny. Shows like Alf and Bosom Buddies were allowed on TV. Hey, I loved Bosom Buddies. That was a great show. That was, um, you know, I started a lot of careers off of that show. <laughs> Alf, I really didn't care for. I mean, I grew up on Sesame Street, but after that, I graduated. I didn't need to watch Alf. Um, what the heck was Alf about? Was Alf an alien? I don't know. The article states it was no secret in the 80s were a time of nightmare television. When when else could a show about a cat-eating puppet alien, he was an alien, uh, not only be allowed to air, but actually became a cultural touchstone with a full line of merchandising. Alf is still being sold, as far as I can tell. Um, children's series were particularly scaring, scarring. No therapist could remove the memories of the Rubik. <laughs> the anthropomorphic troll cube, but primetime programming was almost as bad. Tom Hanks, um, it says, hasn't probably spent his entire career trying to atone for bosom buddies in which he dressed up and dragged the past for ladies so he could live in a low rent apartment. Um, or how about Small Wonder? 
I remember that. Um, sure, robot child hostages are always cool. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff when you think about it. But ow. Um, ow. I just couldn't get it. If you're an Al fan, I want to hear from you. And I know they're out there. But the dig on, on Tom Hanks, I have to comment on Tom Hanks runs all of the, uh, you know, the 1990s documentaries on CNN. Maybe that was after this article was written, which came out on uh, March 28, 2016. I like, I like Bosom Buddies. Um, what do we got here? Uh, here we go. The Olympics were boycotted more than once, for those of you that are fans of the Olympics. In 1980, the United States straight up didn't go to the Summer Olympics at all because the Games were being held in the Soviet capital of Moscow. And the USSR had refused President Jimmy Carter's call to abandon the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Can you imagine that? We just didn't show up for the Olympics. But, um... What a crazy thought. And I think it was just to prove that new, the new Olympics are going to be in uh, Los Angeles this next time around. So uh, all I have to say is uh, safety, please. <laughs> just make things safe. Don't need these lunatics coming in and trying to ruin everybody's fun. No time for that. Or a couple other bizarre facts. Oh, here we go. The Chicago Bears gave us the Super Bowl shuffle. Um, I remember there being a video for that. Let me see if I can get this soon. Right, is everybody listening? Here we go. This is the uh, this is 1985, the Chicago Bears. Get ready. This is the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, hold on, guys. I have a caller. <laughs> I thought you were joking, Carrie. Hold on. Let me uh, turn the song off. <laughs> Caller, are you there? I, think... I am you here. Have your favorite touch? <laughs> I do. Her name is Alicia. Her birthday was April 14th, and I still have her. <laughs> There's How something about it. Oh, okay. So 86, I believe. Oh was when God. I got her, and it was the equivalent of the Tickle Me Elmo. It was one of the most expensive presents that my parents ever bought me. <laughs> uh, yes, they had to wait in line and argue with people, but I still have her. I said moms were, like, fighting to get those, those dolls. It was crazy. Yes. Do you still have the um, the authentic the, the adoption papers they had for them? They were, like, the papers that you yeah, had Birth certificates, yeah. Yes. That's crazy. That's how I know her original name. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
Yeah, I did see that they're bringing them back, but they're like the size of those little like uh, handheld dolls that kids play with today. Um, and they said even the rare names that was in the commercial. <laughs> like I wouldn't know what the rare names are. <laughs> I think that was what they fought for for back then. American Girl now does something similar where you can customize 180 different ways to make your doll. But this mm-hmm. company actually named each doll individually that came off the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some effort in customer service there. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I and have I watched, the news piece on. Go ahead. I watched a lot you of watched Cosby Al? shows, too. Alf and Cosby and shows. Cosby. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. You know, I'm friends. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm actually friends with the guy who played... Um, What's the oldest daughter? Um, is it Vanessa? Yes. Oh, no. There was one that was in college, right? Yeah, not that one. One of them had a boyfriend that came on the show. Um, it's a local guy. I'm friends with him, um, Clayton. I'll have to show you the picture. If I show you the picture, you're like, oh, I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Cosby's were cool. I watched them. Theo. Rudy, Theo the little the one. Bolt, yep. Mhm. Mhm. What else? What, else really your, what was your favorite movie the, from the eighties? My favorite movie Go from ahead. the eighties. When was Batteries Included? Oh, I remember that. I have to look that up now. Batteries. I watched included. that a lot. That was one of the few that I could get my children to watch. Batteries not included. It's yes. batteries not included. 1987. I never saw this. Oh, so it was the oh. 80s. Let me uh, Google. Uh, YouTube is forcing me to watch an ad that I don't care to see. Hold on. Yes. Here's the trailer. The residents of 817 East 8th Street are about to lose everything. Can you hear that? What do you mean those tenants yep. are still in there? I never saw this, Carrie. Are you Straight up my alley, too. Yeah. They little UFOs? Is that what they are? Phones. Are they little UFOs? Yeah. Oh, I love this. I gotta. I should ask you. You should have called it when George, the movie guy, was on the line. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about this next time. That was cool. So you taught me something about the eighties today. And one more. What about my favorite movie of my childhood, which I think is probably mid to early eighties, Flight of the Navigator. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the name of that. Let's see. That was the boy in the spaceship. He disappeared in time. Something like that. Nineteen eighty six. <laughs> My kids wonder why it's so blurry. Do you remember Sunday night at 8 o'clock? 
our parents would let us stay up like a little bit later because we would mm-hmm. watch the Sunday night movie. Yes, <laughs> on NBC. Yeah, and, Disney, right? Yeah, and that was like <laughs> the big deal. You got ready for that mm-hmm. like an hour early. You were ready for bed. You had your teeth brushed right. and your dinner was put right. away. Yeah, Keep it that under was the on. Movie. <laughs> right, and now it's you know you flip to a different channel for the twenty four streaming kids movies. This was what you waited for back then. Mhm. It was. It was fun stuff, and you waited for it. Um, nowadays, you get everything on the internet. People don't understand that. It's uh, it was kind of cool, <laughs> you know. My kids wonder why all my TV was so blurry back then. <laughs> I said, no, it wasn't blurry. That was modern. <laughs> oh, Sarah Jessica Parker is in Play the Navigator. I don't remember that. Let me let me put the trailer on for that. Hold on. When did you enter the room? Around 8 o'clock. Now, I reached the club, transmitting an alpha wave with complex it's 1986, man. Eight years since that night. It's totally rad. I mean, oh, wow. This is, um, there's a new show on Kerry called um, Beyond. It's on a channel called Freeform. We just watched it, the first 10 episodes just there. And it's very similar. It's a, a kid who's like, um, 12 or something hits his, is on his dirt bike. He hits his head, goes into a coma for 12 years and wakes up. And his younger brother is older than is, you know, grown and pretty much older than him. And, uh, he has to make, figure out what happened in his 12 years. And he was like, went into this other realm. So this is, I think they stole it from this now that I'm watching this. I feel like stranger things was Mine going was to be a spin off and they missed it. That was the HBO. What, what was the Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, we yeah. watched that too. I think they're going weird. Like I don't know what that was going with. I, I I think I said I think that's Dungeons and Dragons related. Um, but somebody told me uh, recently that um, originally it was supposed to be called Mon- Montauk, which is a place called Montauk, New York. And I'm a sci-fi buff. There's a uh, there's supposedly a secret lab there where they do all these um, tests on animals and hybrids and stuff there. So, but for some reason they didn't call it that. They called it Stranger Things. So I don't know. So maybe they are. I, I don't know. Yeah, because that kid is missing, isn't it? I mean, you got me thinking about that show now. What happened? He didn't come back towards the end, did he? He came back. The last episode. And he, he came back back in time. They put him back where he left. Okay. Oh wait, for Strange Thing, Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know now. I think he's still missing. I think he is, too. But Floyd of the Navigator, he comes back. Right, at the very end. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I totally love it, dude. Two good ones. <laughs> Two good ones, Carrie. you got to come in every week now. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to give you your own guest spot. <laughs> right. I get it. I get a 15-minute slot to talk about my childhood. Maybe I'll send you a picture of Alicia. My kids don't understand her value. They have her in the bottom of their, their stuffed animal pile, and I was like, she would not like that. 
Yeah, I'll put it up uh, this week. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's been a little while since Carrie's my a good friend and a coworker of mine uh, during the day. So this is kind of fun for us to escape and talk about other stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, we do the day job thing together. (laughs) (laughs) This is the fun stuff. So, um, yes, we love our day job. I'll say it. Um, So, Carrie, thanks for calling in. Um, I will talk to you in the morning, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Send me a picture of Alicia. um, I will do that. Today is today is very quiet. Our shows usually are at this quiet. <laughs> I've been off for three weeks, so it's, uh, I kind of threw it together tonight, but please go in again and listen. It's going to be fun. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, and hi to Carrie's kids if you're listening. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to say goodbye, but one other person wants to call in. Um, is she calling in? Hold on. Ah, call her and they disappeared. Where did they go? Call back in, call her. 9.57, you have three minutes. It was, um, I'll tell you who it was. It was my mysterious co-host who's, oh, I think she's back. Let's see. Caller 25, you want a free pizza. Are you on the line? Caller 25? Who are the other 24? <laughs> there are mysteries. Who is that? How's it going? Tell us who you well, are, caller. Um, you don't know? My, name, uh, my voice know. doesn't sound familiar to you? Uh, it's slightly. Does anybody else know who it is? Let's see. Do we get any? We get any? Um, anyone text me? All right. For anybody who's wondering, it's Lily Nardowski, my normal co-host. It Where is are me. You today, How are? You? What part of the world I, are you in now? I am on the West Coast. What? All right, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been here for a little bit over a week now. Okay. And uh, it's hot. It's hot here. Yeah. Cool mm-hmm. over here. We're like there in the seventies this week. Mm-hmm. How's it over there? When you're there, it's cool. It's like it feels like it's fall. The weather's oh, in the seventies. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It's, it's a nice change. Do you see anything exciting while you're there? Uh, Do you see the eclipse? Well, were you there for the eclipse, or were you here? You know what? I was here for the eclipse, see any of the eclipse on this side. Um, I did see the sun rising early in the morning. It was beautiful. It was very overcast mm-hmm. here that day. So, mm-hmm. um, And then it cleared up later, and it was uh, the sun was beautiful in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I did not. Did you see the eclipse? I did, but it was uh, the clouds crept out like two minutes before the eclipse came right. on. And, um, right. Kind of ruined it for us here, but you know, it mm-hmm. is what it is. All right. You know, I and just realized, you know, you know, 
Yeah, our week is fine. I'm very, very busy. Uh, tiring okay. week, but I was like, well, I haven't done one of these in three weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. i got to get online. And now I just realized right. that um, next Monday, if you're back or if you're going to call in, next Monday is no show because it's Labor Day, a holiday. And the oh, following right. Monday, yeah, the, the following Monday is 9-11. So I don't know if I'll be around and maybe visiting my family uh for those of you who know don't you'll... know, I lost a cousin on 9-11, yeah. We have a golf ad, and I'll look that up for promotion. For, but, uh, mm-hmm. So we may not be on for another two weeks. <laughs> but right. um right. good to get one in. <laughs> I don't know if you spoke about this earlier. Did you uh, happen to watch the fight on Saturday? I did bring it up. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you see it? I did. did. I was very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I was all into it. That was a good fight. Um, I don't think I was quite as, as, you know, I don't remember the last time I was into a fight like that since Tyson fought back in, what, the 80s, early 90s? Yeah, yeah, late, early yeah. 90s. I said that Colleen, Colleen was getting into it, too. I said, I told her I <laughs> I lost my spunk after the Tyson years. You know, I lost, I couldn't tell you who any of the heavyweights are anymore, but it was a good fight. It went 10 rounds. Nothing goes 10 rounds anymore. Well, it's so exciting, too. There was too. so much hype with it. How could it not be exciting, mm-hmm. you know? You keep hearing about mm-hmm. it and... You know, and it was it was you know, it was a lot of hype leading up to it. So I was into it. Yeah, yeah. I give them both. I mean, you try standing in there for ten rounds, punching in your stomach and your face. I mean, you, you, one shot to the gut, you're out of breath. And uh, you know, and poor uh, Connor couldn't use his other moves. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. He had to. I think in the back of his head, he had to say, "Okay, keep your feet on the ground. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep it red punches normal. And see what happened." But I overall, I mean, it was ninety ninety five dollars to run it. Uh, if you're watching it from home, but it, was crazy it ended up being worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy expensive. But it was. But look it at the money that they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was worth I it. Mean, I, I believe so. Yeah, still a lot, but it was worth it. So, what else back. is new, Chris? Uh, how was the How was the radio show tonight? Did you have uh, any callers? Did George call in? Uh, George called in. Um, so worker mine just called in, surprised me. She was listening with her kids. Um, I was oh, okay. talking about the cabbage patch styles, and she still has hers. <laughs> okay. It's the original paperwork. So I uh, had one back in June, that. but I do not have it. You today. did. <laughs> you lost your cabbage patch child. Shame on you. I. She must be somewhere out there. Is a lost some, cabbage patch yeah. child. There's a lost cabbage patch doll, Yes. Mhm. <laughs> there should have been a Lillian with the big hair kind of cabbage patch doll, but they were all bald, <laughs> weren't they? From what I remember. <laughs> They were, but hey, they should, they could have done one. Why not? Mm-hmm. They're still making them. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I had a list of um, what else did I do? I was trying to come up with stuff. I had a list of eight bizarre things from the eighties. I was going through. Mm-hmm. There's some weird stuff. This wasn't the same without you, though. But uh. Well, thank stuff. you, thank you. And I, I actually, the time Soak difference the kind of threw me off a little bit. So. You know, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize what time is it. I was actually making dinner, so <laughs> I apologize. Okay. All right, so let's wrap, help me wrap the show then. Um, sure. Check Lillian and I out. You can see us on old episodes uh, of our webisodes and uh, listen to past radio shows at Chris Kelly from 80s TV dot com, and subscribe to our YouTube page. And uh, hopefully, we should be putting up something soon again. Uh, but 
Always remember and never forget, right, Lil? How's it going? Oh, the show's done already? <laughs> yes, yeah, 10 or 3 here. <laughs> Didn't you get a late start or something tonight? That's why I was so confused. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm going to go to late. <laughs> ah, gotcha. All right. Well, um, go ahead. Right. Unless, unless you were talking about something in particular, we could, what you were talking about, we could do it. No, I was just calling in. I'm like, figured better late than never. Yeah. You know? No, I'm glad to. Well, let's tell people. You can uh, you can always take someone of the 80s. Take someone out of the 80s. I'm forgetting how I say it here. Always remember But you never can't forget. take the 80s, but you can't take the 80s out of anyone. Let's go back. You always remember, never forget. You can take someone out of the 80s, but... You can't take the 80s out of anyone. Did I screw up? I think we both did. But the <laughs> message is straight. The 80s live on, You know on, what it people. is. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. Three weeks cut off from the month. I know. You can take yeah. some... So I always remember, never forget. You can take someone out of the 80s, but you can't take the 80s out of anyone. You got that, people? <laughs> live, love, live, love, and prosper. See you guys next time. Enjoy the West Coast, love. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys.